Welcome to Radio Curious. I'm Barry Vogel. It is said that in the early part of World War II, it took 500,000 Italian soldiers to occupy Ethiopia, and later, one Ethiopian soldier to conquer Rome. Nineteen years after the Italian invasion of Ethiopia, this one Ethiopian soldier, Abebe Bekila, competed barefoot in the 1960 Olympiad Marathon foot race in Rome, Italy, leaving all other runners in the dust. Winning the 42-kilometer and 695-meter race, Abebe Bekila became the first African to win an Olympic gold medal. Abebe Bekila, a shepherd from the plains of Abyssinia in rural Ethiopia, had never been away from his family and stunned the world with his extraordinary victory. He became the hero of the Rome Olympiad and for years to come a national hero in Ethiopia. Four years later, he won the marathon again at the Tokyo Olympiad, becoming the first person to win two Olympic marathon gold medals. In this edition of Radio Curious, we visit by phone with Davy Frankel from his home in Berlin, Germany, and Marcelas Lecou from his home in New York City. These two men are the writers, directors, and producers of the movie The Athlete, the story of a Bebe Bakilo. Rosales Lacau portrays Abebe Bekila in the lead role of the athlete and was born and grew up in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. This interview with Davy Frankel and Rosales Lacou, recorded on May 9, 2011, began when I asked them to explain what prompted them to write and produce the film The Athlete. You know, the story occurred to me uh, some time ago in the early 90s. I'm originally from Ethiopia, and you know, growing up, I heard about the legendary Abebe Bekila and his barefoot uh, victory in Rome. But he had remained like a mythical figure. When I came to America, I uh, started you know, take on the story and share it to the world. What is the story? The story is about uh, a shepherd who, you know, who grew up in Ethiopia and made his way all the way to become uh, a great Olympian. He is viewed by uh, by Africans as the first Olympian to win the gold medal, and also as a as a symbol of uh, you know freedom. It was around 1960 that a lot of African uh, countries gained their independence, and they were looking for a role model to uh, you know to follow. And he was at the right time, at the right place, winning it in a in a very humble way. And winning the marathon in a very humble way was was one thing that they all uh, respected. It's a reflection of that too. The film is also about the reflection of that, and how he would encounter uh, an accident and and begins to live anew. And that's all contained in this struggle of this singular man. The two of you uh, worked together as producers, directors, and writers of the film, and with Ross as the star, playing the role of Abebe Bekila. Davy, tell us how you coordinated this effort. I met Ross through a mutual friend in New York, an artist-painter. He had met Ross at a dinner party, and Ross told him the story of the film and how he wanted to make the film. And I had studied in Kenya during university, and made a couple of documentary films in Kenya. 
and our friend Jonathan suggested that we meet to talk about making this film. And I think very early on, it was clear that Ross and I had a similar focus on, on the story and how to tell it. I think just from very early on, there was a lot of trust. So a lot of discussion would go on before we wrote things or before we shot and any, any process, we try and get on the same page. And then when it came down to being on set, Ross was focusing on acting also being his first feature acting role. So I think the, a lot of the process was talked about beforehand and then put into place during shooting, during production, with an eye towards making that happen, but at the same time with a lot of trust back and forth because we knew we each had a lot to deal with and to do. And after we'd shoot, a lot of it was shot in Amharic, which is also a language that I don't speak. So I was looking for certain things and making sure that at certain takes we got what we needed, and I felt the emotion was there. And then I turned to Ross and said, all right, did everyone say everything correctly? <laughs> if he said it was okay, then we'd move on. So it was a lot of back and forth and getting things done. And Ross, how did that work for you? What Davey has said so far, the collaboration between uh, Davey and myself was, was, ex- was extremely... Uh, harmonious. Was successful. Yes, harmonious. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> We both came from you know different different cultures, and yet we're married to this to this dream that's about a man who who labors to to become someone for his for his nation and for the continent. You know, yeah, I think uh, we were all inspired by this by the by the story itself. So I think the work I haven't really felt the work or the the, the gravity of the work. I was just moved uh, you know through the process. Well, Ross, uh, can you tell us how your childhood experience paralleled that of a Bebe Vakila? That is a, a tough question. We're both Ethiopian, and uh, we share a very unique culture. Our mannerisms and sensibilities are, they spring from this strong culture. The language was similar, and um, uh, even the city that he ended up which is, the, which is the capital city of Addis Ababa, is also the city that I grew up in. So he, you know, in his life, I would say, you know, he's seen the countryside, which I basically hadn't seen. That would be the main difference. But in terms of uh, living under an umbrella of this, you know, beautiful culture and us being part of the citizens uh, was one thing that I would say uh, is very, uh, very similar and, and apparent. Your experience uh, as a runner, as an athlete, uh, can you tell us about that? Um, I uh, I only run the marathon once in New York uh, before the film. I grew up playing tennis. That's the sport that I have uh, been following for the last 30 years, and also soccer. But running, uh, particularly long-distance running, hasn't really been my, uh, you know, my forte. It was a great experience doing it, uh, the New York City Marathon, and, you know, I learned a great deal about it. It's not only a sport, it's uh, an embodiment of life itself. It's, it's a crazy experience. And maybe one of you can talk about the role of religion as it was portrayed in the film and, Ross, as it uh, was given to you as a child and you have accepted it uh, as an adult. It was also a, a spiritual film. Uh, Davy and I went out to do uh, a film that is not only about an athlete, but also um, a person who is uh, uh, not only physically strong, but also spiritually. In this film, uh, we we often try 
we often try to bring the sun in a few in a few important shots. Even the film begins with a quotation from from the Homer Iliad. You know that the Ethiopians, you know, half the Ethiopians leave when the sun rises and half uh, leave when the sun sets. It's a beautiful quote that we we, we kind of use the sun as a symbolic uh, element to drive the athlete towards towards the sun. And uh, Davy, yeah, there's a long scene where Abebe travels in a, in his car with the priest, and um, I think that there's a lot of bringing out the ritual nature of Coptic Christianity in the role of life in Ethiopia you know, at that time. Ross can speak to how it's changed over the years more than I can, but we use the priest as sort of a sounding wall to, to travel with Abebe and to learn more about him and sort of that nature. It's, it's a little bit confessional. It's, it's you know, a little bit nostalgic and traveling back through time, and there's a very interesting treatment of a flashback that happens during the actual ride. And so I think that that ride says a lot about the man, both his history and both his his person and his spirit. There's also a connection to his history and having traveled through the countryside as a young boy and ended up uh, spending the night with a priest at the at the small rural church. So there's a few connections there. And then later on in the film, there's the tableau of earlier the priest and Rosellas, which is then turned around on the man who's now struggling with his handicap and sort of positions are switched. I won't get into it too much. People will see by the end of the film what we're talking about. But that notion of the, the sounding board confessional, I think, plays a little bit. And so in that respect, we used religion for that effect and, and to speak to the spirituality of the man, as Ross spoke of. We'll be right back after a brief musical interlude with some music from the film The Athlete. Yeah, 
Davy Frankel and Rosales Lacau, I'd like to ask you both about the portion in the film where the concept of being able to travel farther than the eye can see is portrayed. But first, I want to say that in this edition of Radio Curious, we're speaking with Rosales Lacau and Davy Frankel. They're the directors, writers, and producers of the film The Athlete. You're listening to Radio Curious. I'm Barry Vogel. Can you tell us about the concept of being able to travel farther than the eye can see without really giving away the incident? Um, well, I think the the idea is that, again, I think t- turning into the, the spirit of, of a person, because you can be a great runner, but then to be a great champion and to push yourself to the next highest level is something that's within. It's not so much about how strong your legs are or how powerful your heart is physically. Um, and so I think at that moment in time, uh, Abebe is confronted with a situation where maybe the, you know the first look of it, the idea being that you can't continue on. This this in this moment, the other character that Abebe is facing. <laughs> I'm trying to talk around it as best as possible, excuse me, can't go on any longer. And so Abebe is confronted with this moment of, should he force this character to move on and proceed longer or help help the character to a speedy end? Um, And I think then in a moment of reflection, Abebe can kind of see himself in this character and uh, decides that what's within can push you much farther than anything just the physical nature of your body can. And I think that's sort of what that incident is speaking to. There's a section in there where it's suggested to uh, Abebe Vakila where he is told to learn to run with your family and not ahead of them. So this is Davy. The idea behind the running with the family instead of ahead of it is sort of the nature that there is this singular focus that a marathon runner has. I mean, it's really a drive. It's a, a determination. And sometimes maybe that can lead you to be in a bubble and to sort of focus so much on your goal of being great as a marathon runner. And I think this speaks to athletes in general and, and people in general and careers uh, that you sometimes forget about those that are around you and closest to you. And the notion that he trains outside the city and puts in so much time and effort towards being a great runner, training-wise. And at the point we find him in the movie, he's won Tokyo, he's won Rome, and then in 68 in Mexico City, he's lost his first Olympic marathon by having to drop out after leading for the first half of the race. So when we pick up with him in the film, actually, he is training to go run in 72 in Munich and sort of uh, avenge the loss in Mexico City and, and find that greatness again. And with that drive, the idea being that maybe his family has been left a little behind. It comes after a phone conversation calling home from the road. The comment is made because he's had 
you know, a little back and forth with his youngest son who wants dad around and dad's not around. And so the idea being that he says to his mother that after Munich, he'll be the family man again. So obviously Munich is just totally the only thing in his mind. And then the comment that you spoke of comes from the woman in the phone kiosk who says, you got to take your kids with you. you got to have the family be a part of this. But he doesn't really respond and gets back on the road and is driving towards that goal again. Can one of you uh, tell us about the nature of this being a different African story than some others that we see? I think both Ross and I have been very proud of the fact that we've made a film that tells the story of an African character who is more the regular human drama as opposed to what general cinema portrays Africa with famine and civil war, all the strife and dictators and things like that. We've really tried to tell a positive, uplifting, inspirational tale that doesn't revolve around someone rescuing starving people or saving people from being bombed. And also those tend to be told with Western characters involved with the African characters, whereas here really our main character is an African. The coach happens to be from Scandinavia, but he's lived in Ethiopia for a very long time. He's more or less considered an Ethiopian by the people there. It's really an African-driven character story. And so for us, it's been great that we can bring these stories to audiences without having to rely upon what everyone sees in the news every day. Say there's uplifting personal tales going on in Africa beyond the things that catch the headlines. And the story itself about Abebe Bekila is historically accurate. Yes, I think that we've taken, you know, some artistic moments, especially with his drive on the road. I don't think that not everything that happens on the day on the road, some of it is much more metaphorical than it is factual. But certainly the events that took place and the sequence of them and the places that he was and, and the things that happened, the big moments that actually happened to him personally, physically, are all true to history. And Ross, uh, can you tell us about the responses and that you've observed to the screening of the athlete in various venues throughout the world? Oh, it has been um, such a great experience. I had the opportunity to travel to some of the you know European countries, or uh, and also my homeland, uh, Ethiopia, uh, where we actually opened the film. You know, if I could speak about the, uh, the experience that I had in Ethiopia, with I must say that you know there were fifteen hundred people, uh, you know, dignitaries. The students, the athletes, it was such a beautiful moment when uh, everybody at the end, uh, you know, gave us a you know, standing ovation and, uh, you know, recognized them as a hero again. And also in Europe, after so many, so many great moments, the film has played at 24 film festivals, international film festivals. The experience of talking to, to the press and also reading the critics and the, some of the reviews has been uh, just a magical experience. Do uh, the two of you have other film projects planned? I'm currently working on putting some things together. My daughter has uh, asked me to make a children's film for her. And how old is she? She's six years old. and started to try and 
work up something. Although I live in I live in Berlin, Germany. I'm American from New York, but uh, I live here, and so my daughter's half German, half American. So the movie would be a kid film in German, which is going to be a whole new challenge, but will only be the next in a long line of films that I've done with languages that aren't my first language. And how about you, Ross? Uh, just ideas, uh, nothing concrete. I like to do historical uh, historical films, bio, you know, biopics, and I have you know, I have some ideas, but just on the research phase right now. And may I ask what prompted you to leave Ethiopia and attend the university in Idaho in the United States? Oh, well, that's a long time ago. Um, yeah, I always knew that, uh, you know, traveling and getting an experience from a different world, different uh, place. And I was just excited that, you know, when I left Ethiopia at 18, and played tennis as well to, to, to a school and go through that experience. And that was always my dream when I was back home. Just mainly to experience, you know, the athletics and also the uh, the life and college and, and, and later on in America. Well, I'd like to thank you both, uh, Rosales Lacau and Davy Frankel, directors, writers, and producers of the film The Athlete, in which Rosales Lacau uh, stars as Abebe Bakila. But before we close, I'd like to ask you each to tell us about a eureka or an aha moment that changed your life or that gave you a philosophy uh, to live by. This is Davy. For me, I, I have to say that having a child was like the, the big aha eureka moment. Um, it just sort of puts a lot of things in perspective. And as I mentioned, I'm even talking about making a children's film, which I would never have thought of prior to having child, a child. I have two kids, actually. Um, so I say I see a lot of things that I do now through the prism of, of being a father, of having children, and what kind of a world you know, I want my kids to grow up in. And Ross? The one thing that I had invested on in the last, uh, in the last few years of my life was, uh, was this particular project, The Athlete. And uh, the whole process of, uh, of making this dream happen with, with Davey was... Uh, was, was enjoyable at the time, and also when you when you finish and when you have the product in hand, that that also was uh, an you know an enormous great experience. But the one thing I would say in all this on all this process was uh, the response from the crowds and how they were moved and just watching them in the movie theater and how they were glued to the screen and uh, and later on uh, people coming back uh, coming in you know sharing their their experiences with the film. That it was educational and also inspirational. And this at the moment, this, this I would say was by far my Eureka moment. And what would you uh, each like to do with the rest of your One Special Life? Uh, Davey, you want to start? For me, I, I want to keep being creative and telling stories and tell ones that I think inspire people that are stories that need to be told, things that need to be heard try and do it without being too preachy. <laughs> and uh, Like I said, I think present a world that I would want my uh, kids to grow up in and, and to try and affect that in the ways I can using the powerful medium of film and, and other creative projects that I'm involved with. And Rosales Lacau, what would you like to do with the rest of your One Special Life? 
Yeah, very similar, uh, baby. You know, uh, I really like to live in this creative, the creative world, and uh, uh, as much as as much as I can, tell stories that haven't been, that haven't been told before. Um, stories that are inspirational, mainly, and um, you know, and uh, have a family, and I guess move on and enjoy life. And finally, gentlemen, is there a book or a film that uh, you could each recommend to our listeners? I think that one of the films that's really impressed itself upon me in the last few years is it came out, I don't know when, in the earlier 2000s, but I only saw it recently. It's called My Life Without Me by Isabel Quasset. It's a very powerful movie, and again, it was somewhat wrapped up in the fact that uh, my daughter had just been born. The story is about a, a mother who finds out that she's terminally ill and wants to get her world ready for her children and stuff. And it's a very beautiful, powerful story. And Raselas, is there a film or book that you can recommend? Man with a Movie Camera. I think it was released in 1929. It's a Russian film by uh, Vertov. It just amazed me how um, skillful director he was, just considering the fact that he did all this in 80 years ago, and uh, how he uses the montage and the technical uh, aspect of things. It's a great film, Man with a Movie Camera. Well, Davy Franco and Marcellus Lacau, thank you very much both for joining us on Radio Curious. Thank, thank you for having us. Hope everybody in California enjoys the film. Beyond igniting East Africa's dominance in long-distance running, Abebe Bekila became a quiet champion of hope for a continent that was in the midst of its struggle for self-determination. During his career, Abebe Bekila won 12 of the 15 marathons he entered. He died of a brain hemorrhage on October 23, 1972, two and a half years after his final victory in Norway. He was 41 years old. The movie that Davy Frankel recommends is My Life Without Me, directed by Isabel Quachet. The movie that Rasselis Lacou recommends is Living Russia, A Man with a Movie Camera. Curious has over 600 archive editions on our website, radiocurious.org, with new editions published regularly. You may stream, download, subscribe to our podcast service, and share them as you wish. They're all free. We appreciate your thoughts, ideas, and comments about our programs and enjoy hearing from you. The email is curious at radiocurious.org. The phone is 707-462-6541. And the address is 280 North Oak Street, Ukiah, U-K-I-A-H, California, 95482. Christina Onestead 
and Yuko Kodama are the assistant producers. I'm host and producer Barry Vogel. Thank you for listening. <laughs>